0: what's good internet and welcome to session 86 of super gg radio we're friends chat about video games and all things adjacent i am your hardcore gaming host alex arona with a psn uh, player score of what 241 i am powerful here you know my motto the continued feature is for posers you die you uninstall with me as always is extreme gamer joel dewitt how did you take it to the next level last week joel gamer
1: scores we're, we're still following the shit <laughs> we're, we're still doing the e-pain stuff you know I, I built a bonfire in my backyard but then spent about half an hour praising the sun which is a really odd statement to assign me because i have played almost no dark souls whatsoever
0: <laughs> you should video game homework we'll see i
1: keep on i keep on hearing that along with some other key games that i'm keeping on being reminded about
0: I have so many ready to threaten. I have so many ready to threaten. <laughs> I'm trying to give it to Getty to pick. Now, uh, let's see, you know, Praise the Sun is actually pretty extreme, but unlike our host, Eric Getty-Gettinger, who has been playing the least extreme games possible. Take that back,
2: Alex. Hello Kitty Island Adventure is a whole different level of hardcore. You don't even know.
0: You don't even no know. There's no proving that. There's absolutely no proving that. But your E-peen on your PSN score dwarfs mine, and it is frightening so let's move ahead. This week we early adopt some Falcons and Souls, hype some extra life in the news, and then I am sure Getty has like four games to talk about. I cut that down because <laughs> spread the content out, Getty. I know we said hashtag content,
2: but no, this is this is how the podcast works. Once we finish all the video games, we can be done.
1: Getty untanked the hose, and just a <laughs> splurt of backlog just ain't pouring out. It's everywhere. Okay.
0: <laughs> this happens every time, like the be- like the beat list is a thing, and I get close. I'm within one game of him, I'm like I just need to beat one more game, and then I'm tied. Two Are games, you really? I can beat him. I w- it was until you beat like six games over one weekend, and now you're talking about him.
2: Let's move on. Well, you said to content, early ad- we have to make content. <laughs> <I know.
0: laughs> to early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games designed to make you Try harder. Try harder. Die Harder. There we go. Bruce Willis. Die Harder. Uh, we played... <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> that was the, Also, that wasn't a very... That was a not good game. Or a good movie. The second one. I like the first first and third. Uh, Eldest Souls. Eldest Souls. We played Eldest Souls. Which is a top-down pixel art wannabe kind of Dark Souls-y in the game where the, the swings on the melee feel like have a lot of weight to them. You need to pick an attack and then you are pretty much locked into that attack. So you have to kind of plan out how you're fighting what seems to be a boss rush game. Yep. Joel? Oh, did I didn't you? play the shit out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I did
3: not
1: was going to say that. You yeah, got yeah, a ball the word, on the mic. I saw the word souls and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I am Damn. not playing this. I, I could not give an objective uh, opinion on, on this. I need to recuse myself from Souls games for the time being. Uh, but you say it's a boss rush, so it's kind of similar to uh, Ferdy or Fury yes. that Team you played a while back.
0: That's actually... That is something that came to mind here, which is like a very kind of straightforward path to the next boss. It is relatively creative. These bosses looked very well animated. They look... You know, the, in Demon Souls, one of the first bosses you meet is a giant knight with a huge shield. He's got to be fifteen feet tall, maybe more. And in this game, that is the that's the second boss. Is that is yes. like, is is very much a pixelated, really well crafted design version of that boss with a giant shield. I did not make it past him, Getty. Did you make it? Past I did. Him? I think you did. Yep, I
2: did. I made it to the third boss, which was an angel in a chapel. And that guy was giving me a really hard time. It was weird, because the first boss, I don't think I died at all. Wow. And then the second one, that's where he got me like, I want to say like 20 times. And then I was that's- like, all right, I think I figured out the pattern here. But you also there's a, there is an element of luck in it, because you have to make sure that you manage your dodge as well. So the attack and dodge mechanics are your go-to here the dodge you have three bars and each time you use one it depletes and you have to wait for it to recharge before you can use it again and then your attacks you can you can hold your attack button and it'll charge up the swing but at any point during the attack you can let go and you'll do a swing there there's an advantage to doing a lot of light swings if you're just trying to get hits in but if you want to recover health you have to you have to open yourself up and you have to take that heavy swing uh, because it allows you. What's the mechanic? The like blood, rage. You get like a blood yes, rage it, attack, and you can drain health from the boss. Then,
0: yeah, because there are certain bosses that it they only like uh, the first boss. You can do menial damage till about a quarter until a quarter of its health is gone. Then it becomes pretty much unhittable. Your damage, your normal attacks do nothing. It isn't until that you your blood rage meter is is fully maxed out that you can do these heavy you know, your sword is glowing bright red attacks that will then do damage.
2: Yeah, they'll drain health, and that's that's the main mechanic on how to stay alive in battle. And then once you get past the second boss, you get, like, a shard or a gem that allows you to customize some of the different things that you can do. So it, it has you equip it uh, right away so that you can, like, jump a gap. But it's just to get further on the map and then it has you equip it so that you can do like an attack that'll rot out some wood hmm. and that's that's what i kept it socketed as because if you hit the boss with that or the the next boss with that it drains health over time as long as he's standing in the decay so i got the second boss to phase two or sorry the third boss to phase two but then he okay so uh alex described a uh, a little bit about the first boss. The second boss, uh, he has a glaive and a shield, and he'll walk around and he'll take some very deliberate steps, uh, and then he'll swing. That's an opening. And then he'll do a couple of other things where he summons arrows, and you have to try and dodge them. Uh, But you have to manage your attacks, make sure that you're not opening yourself up, because he has a couple of quick attacks that really suck. Uh, But then during the second phase, he loses the shield, And he instead has like this, uh, growth coming out of him, uh, that he like shoots at you. And it's, it comes out in like, a uh, what's the best way to describe it? I, I, all I can think of is like a breath weapon in Dungeons and Dragons. So it comes out in a cone. There we go. And it's a bigger area. And it can hit you so if you don't manage your dodge or you don't map your dodge you can end up landing right in the middle of it so you have to like either try and cut the gap close to his body which opens you up for further attacks um but then he has this pattern that he falls into of three strikes with his sword and that's how you have to make it past him but the third one god he he does all this different light damage he'll shoot beams across the screen uh in different patterns and then He'll create uh, like fenced-in areas with light, and if you
0: stand in it, you get damaged. It, it's yeah, it's your souls. It's it's a lot of pan, pattern memorization. Yeah, don't stand in fire. The you know the kind of the the things that go on with these kinds of games. In those souls games, it's all about just memorizing the pattern and figuring out their movement.
2: Uh, but in those ones, it, there's there's a little bit more of a an element where you can level up your character so that you have not an advantage, but more survivability. In this, since it's just boss rush, uh, you go boss to boss to boss, and you do get upgrade points to spend in a skill tree, but I only tried one of the skill trees. Uh, It was the one with the leaf attack, so every time you'd hit the boss, it would charge up your meter, and then you would be able to do an attack where your character like flies through the enemy and then a bunch of little leaves will intersect and attack him, doing not a lot of damage, but it's like having a bonus dodge. And so one bit feature of Souls damage. games that
1: one bit feature of the Souls games that really turns me off of them is just how almost any hit enemies will dole out on you is really punishing. Like even the basic mobs can chip away quarters of your life if you're not diligent about your dodging or parrying on yeah that.
2: does this follow the same kind of mold oh yeah yeah no. but you do have a much better way of healing yourself so as long as you can you can take a couple of heavy hits right at the beginning of a boss fight and still come back from it I did I can definitely speak to the power of memorization and <laughs> once you get like a couple of good attacks in then you're solid but if you can't get your attacks in, you're not regaining health, uh, you're, it's, you're done. You're game
1: yeah, so, over. So, so the option of health regen actually opens this up a little bit to me. Like, uh, that, that at least provides a little bit of cushion if you're willing to take risk in, in certain, like, pockets. Because the, the fighting mechanics of these games is always kind of memorizing... Not just the sort of pattern of attacks, but also the sort of animation time that the enemy's attacks will take versus yeah. your animation time. It's actually similar, to to something like Monster Hunter, except Monster Hunter is a little less punishing in that way. But uh, if there's places to regen life or uh, you know blunt some of that damage, then it... it I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should check this out sometime.
2: Yeah, if nothing else, then I'd... Alex, which skill tree did you feed into? Because I think you get one skill point for beating the first boss.
0: I picked the leaf
2: one. You did ah, yeah. We to communicate <laughs> we better not. when it comes to this. <laughs> yeah, because I really would have liked to see what the other two trees were like. I think one of them was like a defensive one, and then the other one—I have no idea. Maybe like another attack tree, yeah. but yeah.
0: It's so there's a there it. Souls like is kind of a genre now, but I I'll argue that there is a boss rush souls like genre because there's a lot of games like this. There was Titan, Titan, Titan Souls, souls Titan yeah, Souls.
2: I tried that one.
0: Hyperlight Drifter.
2: <laughs> you don't sound very excited about that, Joel.
0: For, yeah, no, I tried
1: I, I was not enthused about that. Hyperlight Drifter at least had a really cool animation style. But that that was a little bit too punishing for me, too.
0: See, in Titan Souls, I liked because it was still just so straightforward. Like, here's a boss. Walk five feet. Here's another boss. And it was the game. It was like Fury and uh, with Fury and those kinds of games. I just I like the the mechanic is here's a puzzle. The boss is the puzzle. Figure it out. And then you move on to the next thing. You know, I played a lot of puzzle games like Hook and. Hook is like a relaxing puzzle game, but this is more of like a very intense puzzle game. But it's still, to me, that's kind of where I land on it is I, I feel like it's easier for me to take a take a boss and then say, okay, let's memorize this pattern, beat it, done, put it down, and come back in a week. So
2: I don't know yeah. if I've ever asked you guys, but where do you fall on Shadow of the Colossus then? Because that's I, just... Uh,
0: that's one of my... F- I boss love fight, that game. Boss
2: fight, boss fight. Yeah, that's one of my favorite games. Okay. Because it's... But- yeah,
1: not as punishing. But, uh, but also, yeah, I mean that that has a lot of wiggle room. Stop being so loud. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that that has a lot of forgiveness because you can fall off those beasts almost as many times as you need to and dip back up on that horse. Right? Uh, there is life, but really you're focusing more on your like grab meter right yep you know i I think the real truth here is that i suck at video games i I mean Mm. i'm just objectively awful
2: and (laughs) it's it's
1: really sad considering like how many hours of my life i've wasted doing this to the point where we're spending once a week chatting about this bullshit (laughs) and i should just go back to my baby games like mario
2: can i get you to just say objectively bad at video games and that's the episode title objectively oh, bad at video games
0: <laughs> oh joel weren't we talking about making a soundbite machine can we make a sound bite machine <laughs> and
3: Wait, then just have guests over machine? if
0: we get no, guests over yeah uh-huh. then we could just hit that button over and over and just alienate people objectively bad at video games
2: <laughs> what is this turning into a radio
1: show now kind of well I, that's yeah. what we've been kind of pretending to be this whole time right <laughs>
0: yeah. i guess we are super gg uh. radio the uh. uh, Elder Soul is is another entry into that genre that I I am I continuously poke at. I don't know if I love, but I have played a large number of these. Like I keep going back to this kind of pixel art, top down, Dark Souls like game. And again, Titan Souls and uh, Fury I beat, and I'm uh, and Hyperlight Drifter, and I'm still going through those types of games. So I just maybe that's just my genre now. Like I don't know. But it's just something I played a lot of, and that's why. It made in it all good.
1: fairness, a lot of these also include really cool pixel art styles. So like, they draw you in with the way they look, and then they beat you over the head with its gameplay.
0: Yeah, you know, you're right. But you know, I like those games, and and Elda it showed a lot of promise. I'm this one. I just for some reason couldn't get the feel of those. Hev- my heavy swings were missing, and but I, I will say the fu- the my one of my highlights of the week was getty texting us hey how far do we have to get in this beta this third boss is being a real dick yeah
2: (laughs) i didn't pick it back up after that because you're like as long as you feel comfortable talking about it like yeah i guess but i feel like i couldn't get that second boss though. these games just trick you don't they like you always buy into it huh kind of yeah this game looks like a lot of fun and then you just get like totally destroyed
0: yeah, and, but I think it's more the artwork. Artwork really sells for me. Yeah. Artwork and style, it, it just kind of puts me in a spot where I, I continue on despite my failures just to see more of how it looks. So I think that's kind of where I'm at. If I, I just want to see it looks cool. I, I finished Hyperlight Drifter. I was frustrated with that game, but I loved the artwork so much I was like, okay, let's go to their subreddit and look at all the fan art. That's how I'm going to spend <laughs> the next hour. Because I just like that game. You know what I mean? That that's that's where I'm at with these. I will stare at the art and I will draw it myself and watch other fan arts of it. But that was Eldest Souls. Now I wanna tell you guys about Falcon Age.
2: Tell us about Falcon Age, Alex. Tell I us played about Falcon- this- this game that you had to take the code for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I asked because I was like, does anybody care about this one? Because I kind of want this one. Falcon age came to Nintendo switch. And I got to tell you, the reason why I was interested is because this is a VR game.
1: And a VR game on switch.
0: It is very clearly a VR game. You know, you, I, you could
1: have asked to borrow my Labo VR. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think it works that with this. I don't think it works like this. Really? Hmm yeah okay so Falcon Age is a very interesting game and VR this would be cool you put it they have a falcon that you can call onto your arm and you can put stuff on it like a bandana or like a cool hat and you can pet it and then you send it to do actions it being VR you can't just do it willy-nilly you actually have to point it to uh, circumstantial actions so there'll be a spot that looks like you can dig in it you point, and it'll draw an arrow from your hand. So if it were VR, you'd have to point the, get the arrow lined up. And it will automatically make them dig. The bird? The bird will hop off your arm and fly and go dig. If there's an enemy, you point your your finger out, and it'll shoot an arrow. It'll point like a little line, and it'll if it gets to the robot, it'll say attack. And then you hit the button, and the hawk will go attack the robot. That's kind of how the game plays. You're using the hawk. And you have a stun baton to whack at it like, uh, like a hammer at enemies. So you and this hawk are infiltrating this company that is bleeding this planet dry. It's kind of got a Native American tribes people feel to it. You're fighting the, the man who's taking over the planet and really sucking it dry. It's very cool. And this game's got personality. That falcon, you can... There's a button to interact with the falcon. And they give you toys... To play with the falcon, and you think like what, like toys? That's silly. You can give it a ball, and it will juggle.
2: It'll juggle you get, the ball with its wings or with its feet. Wait,
0: wait. That's the that's the sane part. You give it a cardboard box, it puts the cardboard flat and break dances. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm caught j- on juggling. That's pretty good. <laughs> Is it using well, its wings can, to juggle? Yes. It's claws, no claws, claws. Now, uh, it's a little claws. Uh, now they have the sword from Transistor. Really? You g- you give it the sword from Transistor. He grabs it, flips it, stabs it into the ground. You hear the guy's voice, and he says, "Red, is that you?" And then the sword falls, and you hear him go, "Ouch!" And that's it. It's <laughs> they just added this stuff for funsies. That is just personality for days. You get a skate- skateboard it kickflips.
1: Can you swap out the birds, too? I was looking at the trailer, and they were showing different birds. I saw one where they, the falcon had, like, a corgi head instead. Did you experience Yes, you can that? buy
0: different outfits. You can buy different outfits and hats. You can change the color. And when you first get the falcon, it is a baby. When it gets older, it looks like a real falcon, like an older adult falcon. But you can turn it back to the baby if you want.
2: So do you have to spend actual human money in order to get these yes. costumes? Yes, or do
0: quests and people just give you items. Okay. So the game, you, but now that's like all cool. Like you, again, interactions with the Falcon are cool. You can do fist pound and then it'll explode, both you and him. You can do heart, one heart yeah, I and one saw,
1: heart. I saw that. That was good too.
0: I got a couple of clips of the of me going like this and then the Falcon dabs it's solid it's solid. there's a lot going on there that i like but it's very i know that's all that's that's the good stuff the rest of the stuff is it's very much still kind of a vr game the the when you click the sticks and you try to move it around you're you're moving your arm with the with the little line from your finger to interact and it only interactions with very specific things and even those interactions are kind of wonky.
2: Can I like, ask you, did you take the Joy-Cons off of your Switch
0: to try and do it that way? Would that have felt that, more natural? You know, honestly, I didn't do that. And now I'm thinking of maybe that might be cool. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. <laughs> That's like <laughs> but, my first... If you yeah. say
2: it's VR, like I get the feeling that, like, you know, if you have the two controllers in your hands, it might feel a little bit more natural than having them connected to the screen itself, so...
0: You know what? I'm going to try to see if I can move it around and if it actually tracks. But I will tell... I'll try do it on the break. But I will tell you right now, though...
2: I was going to cut in again. Alex, do you know if it has the... uh, There's a couple of games that I've experienced that actually use the motion detector inside of the Switch. Does it do that? That's what I was saying, is that I I want to try
0: that. That's what I want to try on break. But, again, the interactions are very specific to, again, it's all circumstantial. So you can't just send the bird over to a place. It's like you have to point it at something, and then it have to, it has to light up, highlight, and give an interactable, like it'll say dig, or it'll say bomb, or it'll mm. say attack. So that, it doesn't really, it's not free range. And then on top of that, you have to go, and when you're infiltrating these, these factories that they, uh, the, the evil corporation has put down, well, one of the things is that the the robots they'll send out robots, and you, you have a on your electric b- baton is a a whip that will automatically connect, and then you press the second button to pull it back, and that lifts levers, and then you to shut down the machines you have to stab your baton into the middle, and it'll uh, short circuit the machines. But you got to imagine that these are VR. You're hitting the whip. You're pulling. You're stabbing your baton, but without that, it's just a canned animation. You go there, click, and your character just puts it awkwardly. And sometimes, again, you go to st- like do the stab, and it's it's not interacting. It's not. Mm-hmm. There's nothing for you to interact with. You had to move back, move forward, move back, move forward. Okay, now I can do it. Now I can do it. I got to do it right angle. I have to be. It's just. It's very much in this mode that it seems like they just kind of went through and did a. a of its own VR session and kind of recorded it. And you're just kind of following through these very canned animations.
1: I've, I've had the same problem with some point and click adventure games that I've played on the switch where they, they just make it so that you use the stick as a mouse cursor to slowly move from different yeah. parts of the screen instead of adapting it to the handheld. So it actually would like feel a little more like it was built for the system. I mean, even, Kelly used to light some of the Agatha Christie games on Wii, which are kind of just old PC ports of those kind of hunt and patch games. But they used the Wii remote to actually light the pointer to use as a mouse cursor, so it was a little a little more like intuitive and, and like a one-to-one on that. I, I I guess it's probably just a matter of time and money constraints, but I really wish they would make an effort to try to poured it in a way that suits the console well um, I I also like going back to deddy's and your experiment on the break with this I don't think the switch motion controls are all that good yeah <laughs> you know? no. No, I, no, I, I agree I uh, I played surgeon simulator on on the switch and like I slaughtered every single one of <laughs> on them. <laughs> Just, just brutalized, and you know, thank, thank God, I didn't need to pay for a video game surgery and insurance. But like, I, I, I don't, I feel like the Wii controllers were better with that.
0: Okay. Yeah, and so with Falcon Age, you, you got to imagine though. Okay, with VR, they're not going HD, 4K graphics. Really, they're just kind of doing normal. Like, even I would even say a little bit. Subpar graphically in a lot of cases. And with yeah. Falcon Age, it looking like a three, almost like a 360 game, which I even am still okay with. I was just seeing so much pop in, and so much uh, hitching that it just like I was glad that I wasn't playing this in this version in VR because I would be kind of sick just like turning the wrong way. Just it it just was hitching a lot and hitting a lot of very apparent invisible walls so your path for when you could move and not move was very tight because so if you're like trying to go down a ramp if you just if you weren't directly in the middle of that ramp you were getting blocked out i i hit one character that was t-posed <laughs> just that kind of thing where it it's 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 got a lot going for it but it also has kind of a lot knocking against it being that they kind of tried to put it in a, in a, a non VR shell and kind of push it out that way. The personality is fantastic, but the, the, again, the, the hitching, the pop in the texture pop in. And then again, some of the, your, your aunt is your kind of spirit guide to talk to you about, you know, you being part of the rebellion and the voice acted, act, acting the, like she calls you girl. Like like uh, Kratos, boy, <laughs> it's, it's very gruff aunt boy. going, girl, girl, girl. But there is a full sentence or a full you know, two or three sentences that starts with girl, and all she voice acts is girl, and then it's just text. Girl, text. <laughs> Like and they used every... one recording <laughs> and just repeated it over and over. <laughs> yeah. It actually, it does sound different. It sounds different inflections, but it's more the fact that – it's girl, two sentences, girl two sentences. It's not the fact that it's like oh, the same recording, it's even the fact that in the same like just conversation you hear that twice. In the same conversation, mm. there's no gap. It's just girl, 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 girl. It's like why is that still girl. like the th- She's girl. putting it, Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's girl. But she's putting it in every single every other sentence, which I understand that's the character. But it just seems kind of, I don't, I don't know why that's the voice acting piece. That's the one audio you got is just to keep Girl. siphoning through the variations. Yeah, see? There's going to be one like that. There's going to be one angry, one gruff, one stern, one questioning. Girl? Girl? Girl. I like I it. Know. It's, yeah. And I, I got tons of videos of me and that hawk doing d- sick dabs and breakdancing. So that's going to be posting on Twitter the next couple days. Just me posting that hawk. But, uh, or Falcon, I apologize. But, again, Falcon Age, it's cute, it's interesting, but I don't know if it makes the transition as smoothly as it could. And very Falcon you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> when I see something, out, when that bird breakdances on the cardboard box, I mean, come on, that's cool. That's cool. Having the transistor sword, that's cool. I just wish it was smoother. And actually I I enjoyed, I wish I enjoyed it more because it's at the sweet spot of roughly like three and a half hours. And that's like a really, for me, that feel, like I'm enjoying myself. I'm liking the brisk pace. I'm liking what I'm doing, but it just, it, I didn't, I didn't like what I was doing. I felt like I was, I was, I was hitting a lot of rough patches and really trying to like thread the needle on a lot of things because it's the only way it works. Walking down this path, I have to be right in the middle. To stab at this machine, I need to be right in the right spot or else it's not going to work. And threading the needle like that doesn't feel like a fun game. It feels like I'm working. I'm, I'm, I, I, <laughs> yeah, a little bit like I'm working. Or like I was just saying, <laughs> it's like a, work. you're wiggling a cord. You're like wiggling it. Come on. I know this cord connects. Like you're trying to hook it up to your phone and it's like not charging your phone. You just got to wiggle it. No, I'm going to flip it upside down. Just wiggle it. No, not almost. No, no. Falcon age. well let's fly away into the break I'll be right back because I'm going to go test that Nintendo Switch thing I'll be right back
2: On my extra life
0: team this year, we're already killing it. Nailed it, Getty. Uh, now, uh, these first two pieces of news aren't really news, but they're news to us. Getty, you want to read them, or do you want to tell us about them?
2: Uh, this just says merch with a question mark.
0: Mm-hmm. Tell us more, Getty. Uh,
2: well, I guess. Uh, yeah, sure. So. I know that everybody out there listening really wants to support Super GG Radio and get a piece of swag so that you can hype us up, especially uh, during the Extra Life season. So recently, I went on to Teespring and created a merch shop for Super GG Radio. Uh, I, I think I called it like your second, fav- your second favorite uh, podcast, because I know that people don't listen to us first. We're like the, the backup <laughs> podcast for when the other podcast doesn't uh, come through.
1: Some my calls, the number two
2: podcast. Yeah. Big old. <laughs> Mostly target. the gaming fix people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a, there's a couple of items out there. We got stickers that I put into that shop. There's t-shirts in case you, like I said, wanted to grab an a super GG radio, uh, to back us for extra life. Uh, One of the things that I talked with the guys here about is that uh, any of the proceeds, if you do order, uh, we get money, but we're not going to keep any of the money. We're going to throw it towards whatever Extra Life uh, funding goals we can. So know that if you buy anything from the store, it's going to the kids, guys. Oh, face masks, too. That's on there.
0: There we go. So if you want to hang out with the Super GG Radio people during Extra Life, you want to help out, you want to be part of our team, you want to do something, you can always get yourself a shirt. Those funds go to the Children's Miracle Network and the hospitals of our choosing. I don't remember my hospital off the top you of my head. You
2: have lorries. As do I. Oh, I have lorries? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you're going to
1: shamelessly promote a brand, shamelessly promote us on your face. Uh, yep.
2: And then... The... And wear a mask. What, what's the other one? Extra Life Hype. So, guys, we already crushed our first goal, uh, which was $1,000.
0: Bam, 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 bam.
2: And uh, Alex increased it to $2,000. And we're already most of the way there, I want to say.
0: No, it, actually, I increased it to 1300 and then we crushed that. Oh. And now we are up to 2000 because by the time we had crushed it, we were already to 1500 Which is, again, last year we did 1300 So we are... Ahead of the game already before the stream starts, and I can't be any more excited. We're gonna get some more people. We're gonna hype it up some more. We're gonna tell our coworkers, and it's gonna be offensive I, because we're I'm gonna not spam allowed to them.
2: Tell my coworkers. So
0: you guys can try and hit
2: up your coworkers. <laughs> yeah, you I've gotta sent did an some, email. You gotta do
0: some quid
1: quo
2: pro action on here, Daddy. Come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. not really how that works. <laughs> no, like I'm pretty sure no. we're supposed to be. Doing fundraising through work, and I am not doing that. Come, Come on, go it. back into work.
1: Post on your bulletin board. You know where everybody in the office is at.
2: We don't. E- There's no bulletin board to post on. Then, s- then bring a bulletin board and then put a poster <laughs> on the bulletin <laughs> board. Just nail it into the wall. You know we don't, don't have know. cubicles either. We have an open <laughs> format office.
0: Tape it to everyone's monitor and say, "This is your work now." Cold calls. Cold calls get him an extra sh- get him an extra shirt <laughs> <laughs> i was well, thinking about that for, we're all hyped for, for extra life, trying to raise money for children's charities <laughs> now uh pieces of news here we go i actually have quite a bit of news uh monster hunter uh we talked about the teaser now there is a legit first trailer i don't we don't need we don't can need i it. just say I mean, this movie is like
2: 15 years too late
0: no, it's still pretty... Monster okay. Hunter
2: was the highest-selling game on Capcom. Up. Guys, yeah. I'm not talking about the game itself, but like the style of the movie. Like This is a movie that I expect that I would have seen like the, in my... The, the,
1: the whole like, military soldiers being sent through a time warp to be injected into Monster Hunter World Cheesy is bad just the, the, the crappiest, Over the laziest top plot
2: device they it's... could have thought of. It's basically like, what What can we do to make this Resident Evil? Because <laughs> it even looks like uh, Mila pulled out well, some of her old moves just for this one.
0: I, I just... They, I'm they trying to think of...
2: The, there's a uh, lot of these movies. Yeah, it's so over the top. Like, that trailer is
1: just all sizzle real. It's not that hard to, like, base it in the Monster Hunter world. Like... I don't I don't get what's the problem. Even if you don't want to advertise it as a video game property, oh it's this, this bunch of settlers that go around murdering <laughs> monsters and then skinning them for weapons and, and armor and it's stuff. It's not really PC and, and, Joel. Yeah, but you could also take it from the angle of like those what, the Monster Hunter stories? Isn't though aren't those stories about like uh Seeing it's wrong, how they're treating the monsters and stuff like that. They could, take, they could take that angle. And, and, PETA you know. would
0: have a field day, Joel. PETA.
1: Is, is PETA relevant anymore?
2: No. I think no. somewhere they are. But no, this is how
0: I, that's, Joel, that's exactly how I felt about the Resident Evil movies. Why is it so hard just to turn that into a movie? I'm into it. Monster Hunter, you didn't need to. Though I did hear that the meowskiller chef will be in this.
2: Ooh. Well
1: that that brings He's, to a The rent. director
2: said it. It's worth the price of admission, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you know Monster yeah. Uh, uh Resident Evil, I think that's a little tougher just cuz like the core fans have an idea of what they want to see in a story and I think some of them might just want like a retelling of the game stories. Monster that's Hunter Monster Hunter is so open-ended and like paper-thin story-wise that it's just a world you can play in and choose your own story. But then they felt like they had to, you know, relate it to our world with this weird subplot of like, we have to go back to where we belong stuff. And I just, somebody I like had to it. do hey, Joel,
0: it. Do you know what this also, you know, I, I was saying that they made a lot of these movies. You want one good example? Sonic the Hedgehog, the Mario brothers movies. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I like that movie. Like, it, it is just <laughs> Come it on. is just so absurd. It's real world people way. getting sucked into a fantasy world. But this
2: is so over the top in the way that they're doing it too.
0: Well, you know what I will say? They got the monsters right. Fair. Those mo- those monsters look amazing. That Diablo's Diablo's still. I'm I'm not a fan because that thing is frightening. And seeing now that thing on the full big screen will look frightening. I feel like that's the one thing that
2: they should get right because they're just taking the, the characters from the game and putting them into the movie.
0: But again, I like Tony Jaws. as well. He kicks people in the face with his knees. Now, Getty, you are hyped because Borderlands Season 3, uh, no, I'm sorry, Borderlands Whoa. 3, the season past two, is coming around. Whoa, you okay there, Alex? I got. He's
2: time skipping right. for you. He's doing something all right. I think he's just so excited about the Borderlands movie.
0: That's not happening? Yes. Getty, are you excited for Borderlands 3 season pass 2? Sure. I
2: enjoyed the mm-hmm. DLC from the first season. I'd like to see what else they can do. There's more characters that they can pull back in. Maybe we can get some closure and get like actual storyline DLC. Maybe, probably not. No. That's not going to happen.
0: But at least you get, more, you get more skill trees for each character.
2: You can start to feed into them more. Or did they announce that it'll have a whole new skill tree? Everybody gets one new skill tree. You know what? Give me a new character. I'd take a new character over... They new... told you no. I know they did. But you you got some swing with uh, What's his face? Randy Pitchfork? Don't,
0: don't say his name <laughs> two more times or else he appears. I didn't even
2: say it right. <laughs> I make a point of not saying it right. Yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what they do with the DLC. Maybe they'll add some, some more uh, characters. <laughs> no, I know that they won't. But uh, usually the stories are pretty good, and that's the whole reason to get it.
0: I'm glad you're hyped on that. I am less hyped on that. But I am hyped on the Mini Dreamcast. Joel, we did it. Mini Dreamcast. High five.
1: High we didn't do th- anything. Nothing's been done. Damn it. This is rumor. Yeah, we don't do that anyway. <laughs> and, I, I mean, it's not even rumor. It's not even rumor. I, I guess somebody, Yosute Okunari, I, I'm not familiar with the name. I guess he's a creative director at Sega, said something in an interview that, like, if they're going to do a Nets mini console, it would probably be a mini Dreamcast. And he also said, like, it would be a few years out. So it's not even something we could look forward to soon. So, I mean, damn it. I, I would be intrigued.
0: What if, what if the stopgap is they give me a mini Sega Dream? Uh, not Sega Dream. What if the stopgap is they give me a mini Sega Saturn? Okay. Mm. No, they're going to give you a Sega CD. Mm. <laughs> I
1: don't, I don't <laughs> need uh, to play Night A mini, Night Trap a mini thirty-two X to plug into your <laughs> mini Sega Genesis.
0: I will play Knuckles Chaotix again. I don't need to play Night Trap again. <laughs> <laughs> You None know Night Trap chaotic. would be
1: on there. Now, if we know, did
2: get this Dreamcast, do you think that it would have a bunch of the games that were never released in the US?
0: Maybe, Maybe. one or two. Yeah, I, I can don't, see I,
1: it. I don't think they put a lot of slots into stuff like that. I, I I would think, like, Crazy Taxi would have to be on there. Soul Calibur.
0: I heard a, I heard a good one. Skies of Arcadia. Mm-hmm. The Power Power
1: Stone. I, I want to say Marvel vs. Capcom was a good port on there. Because because mm-hmm. the original Marvel vs. Capcom on PS1, it didn't even have like the swap mechanic. You just chose one player, which like defeats the purpose of it.
0: Um, there's some good. There's a lot of good games on there. And again, my classics: Jet Set Radio and Sonic Adventure, and all those stuff. Sure. Headhunter. Sure. I don't it's know Headhunter. Never released
1: typing, in the US. Typing no. of the Dead.
2: What about Seaman? Man? No, you're just making stuff up.
0: <laughs>
2: That's nasty.
0: Was Seaman, was Seaman, what was that, was that Dreamcast or... Yeah, Sad? it was
1: Dreamcast. It was Dreamcast. Okay. They, that, I mean, Dreamcast was like Seda's gasping breath where, you know, they're having a, a the last throes of their life and... They're having all those weird dreams flash before their eyes before they just sputter out and die. That—that's what the dream test was.
0: It lasted like a year only, or something very short.
1: I heard those sports texting. games are good too, although I doubt oh, those really? would show up. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm texting Getty pictures of Seaman just to say, "Hey, Getty, look at this." Please guy. don't text He's
3: me
1: weird. that. If we had Go. album art for the different segments of our podcast. You know, C-Man would be the <laughs> <of> mark for <laughs> news. Uh,
0: there you go, Getty. All right. Uh, Minecraft Steve released this week on uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I didn't realize it was that quick. Also, it was weird that they put... Did you see some of those uh, victory images where he puts a pork chop in his junk?
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He was He was porking. <laughs> the, uh, my kids are very happy about that. Did they I play po- it? Oh yeah, they've been playing it. I I played one match of Steve and then uh-huh. uh never again. <laughs> it's weird, huh? <laughs> he's he's fine. Like he's floaty. The moves I haven't really grasped, grasped yet cuz he's supposed to be able like build stuff and I haven't figured out how he does that. Uh the down B I think is dropping a TNT block.
0: Yep. And, and you got to be at the you got to be at the uh at the crafting table to make stuff.
1: Yeah, it's just like the normal game. It's too damn complicated for me. Remember, I, I'm objectively bad at video games. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it makes my kids happy, so I'm happy.
0: There we go. Now, the PS5 has built-in audio recordings of voice chat for moderation purposes, also coming to PS4. Now, what do you guys think of this? Big Brother is
2: watching you. Big Brother was they already watching right you. Ne- 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 <laughs> Neutrality doesn't exist either, so... <laughs> Just get over it. They are currently listening to us. Yeah. I don't have an Alexa for that Honestly, reason. I feel like My- if it helps to cut down on people being stupid, like really stupid, then I can't be that upset because I, I feel like I'm not going to get caught being a jackass. I,
1: I feel really bad for the NSA agent that has to listen to our bullshit right now. So <laughs> whoever, Whoever's out there, I'm sorry. I know you have better things to do with your time. Thank this, you for this being one of our listeners. Of
0: com- This is that episode of Community where they find out that Abed's being trailed by the FBI <laughs> and he starts <laughs> dating the FBI agent just from afar.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: Now that <laughs>
2: was a love story.
1: I, I just, it, you know, this falls in line with all the people on the internet that lose their shit at being moderated and being stifled about free speech. And it's like, come on, you're, you're being purposely obtuse about it or you're a 12-year-old.
0: Yeah, what you're gonna do? Again, it's one of those things that uh, the the cost of having a smartphone. When all of a sudden uh, you start getting ads for things you've Googled.
1: Their real mistake you- is using the in console tools and not just using Discord. You can be as awful as you want on here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> can you? I mean, I guess we're the moderators at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I-, I didn't say our Discord. <laughs> Some <Yeah>. Discord. <laughs>
0: I gotta start kicking these motherfuckers out of here. Whoa, whoa! So, yeah, get moderated.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. Do it, Alex. Kick me
0: out. I, let's I, see where the content I, for the second. I, half I think of the we episode need to ban
1: Hammer Arona here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk with power <laughs> and on cheese <laughs> and on cheese. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cheese? Can cheese? <laughs> <laughs> the type you dip your Oreos in. Uh, uh, Burger King <sighs> is giving away PlayStation Fives. Uh, you can win a PS5 by eating at BK, but at what cost? What cost? I like Burger King. Well, I like a third of Burger King. Well, let's
2: take a look at it. You could go to T Bell with their new menu, and
0: no, T Bell's out. They are getting rid of the Baja <laughs> Blast. Exactly. <laughs> so you I'm can go to
2: T Bell and not get anything that you want anymore to win an Xbox. Or you Taco Bell's to, canceled. <laughs> you can go to BK and try and win a PS5. I I, I miss the Whoppers th- are good.
1: I miss the super weird commercials they did. Like, I never care for their food, but you guys remember the chicken Sneaky fry King. promo back when we were college, and it oh, was yeah. like they were trying to be like Slipknot <laughs> with the crazy masks and stuff. Yeah, uh, that that was good. Sneak King and all the weird Xbox 360 games. Um, just the just the creepy King in general. I read that like they lost, they hemorrhaged money during that time. Because everybody saw the weird commercials and were just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But uh, I liked it. Agreed. I guess that speaks more to me than anything else.
0: No, nah, I think Weirdo. it spoke more to us college students who all thought it was great.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we were around the time where uh, Adult Swim really po- cropped up too, so that the humor probably tracked with us.
0: Oh yeah. Now, on a complete, on a on a tangent, uh, you remember those weird? What was subs soaps? The, Yep, there you go. go. <laughs> Getting yeah. knew instantly what I was talking <laughs> like about. Because Line I was link. thinking
2: about bringing it up, and I was like, nah, it's too far.
0: <laughs> Those are fucked up. That, that speaks, it
1: speaks to this whole bullet point that, like, the note is that they're doing a giveaway, and we just spawned into a fast food talk. Yeah, <laughs> that, That's about how monumental this is.
0: I'm not even going to bother. These things go so fast, and your odds are so out there that it's like, well crap and plus you know i'm waiting anyways because as we talk about off uh off recording i have too many games on the ps4 that i still have not even unwrapped so truth i'm not gonna do that now uh the ps5 ui came out uh joel you said you didn't particularly care but i gotta tell you i thought it looked kind of cool all of the features i won't use but it does look very slick
1: the features remind me of the features that Stadia was talking about, except it sounds like Sony is going to try to actually commit to this stuff. <laughs> like the, the screen and screen things and uh, well, the, the game sharing stuff. And, and
0: well, well.
1: That, I, I know you got a bad taste in your mouth, and I can see it on your face right now, but, like, it's, I don't know. They, they always trot out these features before launch of a console and then they always end up either half baked or half supported which makes them sort of essentially useless so i'm not putting my aids in that basket for really caring the ui looks fine it kind of looks like an evolution of what they've been doing between ps3 and ps4 so you know maybe a little more visual flair, but besides that like all i really care about is that it loads quickly uh, there's not much delay in like starting a game, and the suspend stuff is something I'm curious about because I I thought I heard Xbox you can like suspend several games at a time, right?
0: Yes, yeah, so it was up to three or four.
1: Yeah, so you I mean, hopefully Sony's need to be able to do that.
0: that? I told you that I I told you off air. I'm currently playing Ease, I'm currently playing Mario, uh Paper Mario, and I'm currently playing Alien Isolation. Yeah. Yeah. You be able to go through but you know all what three works of them really seamlessly. well, Alex,
2: is if you finish a game and then move on to the next one.
0: Fuck you, Getty, that's what. you know, I, I
2: need <laughs> Wow. This has escalated quickly.
1: <laughs> you hit a sensitive spot there. I Guess so. Uh, uh you know, got to have Rocket League on, got to have uh, PlayStation All-Star Battle Royale uh, 2, and then uh, my, mm-hmm. my single-player game.
2: <sighs> single-player game. All right.
0: It's, that, that's kind of where, but Joel, what I was saying before is that a lot of these, or at least some of these features exist in the PS4 now. It's just that there's not, like I said before, I don't utilize the, hey, Getty, do you want to play this part of the game for me? I'm having a tough time. Can you play it for me? That's like a feature that's built into the PS4 and it just, that's not something I'm doing. Right. I'm not sharing my, hey, Getty, check out this game I'm playing. I'm going to share my screen with you. That's not something I'm doing. So them to show all of that is neat, but that's not what I care about. I just want to see how it looks and I want to see it going between each tile, which is what I saw and what I liked. The rest of it, I don't know. I feel like that's all that's for the birds because I could tell you right now that touch screen or that touch pad on the PS4 was for a lot of things in the beginning. It ain't for a lot now.
1: Now it's just a button.
0: and Exactly. So, you know, there was, there was a couple games in the beginning where you could swipe on it,
1: right? You remember uh, Infamous? They had you, like, doing the... Was it you the hold drift? the controller sideways. Yeah. To yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. spray paint. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. But there was a... I can't remember what game it was. There was a game where you would swipe on the touchpad and it would swipe, like, the oh. menu.
1: Oh. I know but what you mean. The, 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 I can't think of it now,
0: though. But the point is, is that those things existed, but they didn't. After a while, they just go away because people aren't planning on that. The one thing I do care about is the speaker and the controller because that's a cool feature. Not enough people use it, and they should. But we're still at the point that I'm saying these features are neat. They will not be around forever. People will, they will fall by the wayside when people don't use them, and that's okay.
1: Remember HD Rumble will- on Switch?
0: I will there was what game was One, it? One two switch. No, <laughs> there was a game that really was like
1: Virtual Ice Cube HD
0: <laughs> What game no, there was a game recently that was HD rumbling the crap out uh oh break 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 point. Breakpoint yep. every explosion, the whole thing was shaken off the tables. like Grr, grrr, grrr. it was it was it was madness. It was madness <laughs> Paper Mario, though, does very slight HD rumbles to yeah. tell me where the toads are. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
0: And that's good. Yeah. So I I don't know. Some of these features are uh, like, I still think I still f- believe in HD rumble. That's my, that's the hill I'm dying on. I believe in HD rumble.
1: Nintendo brain us one, two, three switch
0: <laughs> part two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and side uh, side news, not really like direct gaming news. It's only gaming news to the fact that it got Twitter trending. Giant Bomb Abby Russell has uh, is leaving Giant Bomb uh, at the end of November. Again, I you know Joel, you listen to Giant Bomb. I listen to Giant Bomb. Getty does not, and that's okay. But it was trending on Twitter. Like Twitter, everyone was up in arms. It's all of this big like, oh, we got this is all just big news, and it's weird. Like man, Giant Bomb does have a far reach in on twitter i guess Uh,
1: she yeeted giant bomb is that how you Mm -hmm. use yeet
0: i don't know that word
1: oh okay
2: um getty do you know that word i know that word but did she propel herself very far and fast away from it yes okay there you go kind (laughs) of i you know you uh, did it you did it joel awesome
1: (laughs) i am one with how do you do fellow kids that that's the meme right (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh yeah, you know, I don't know if a Giant Bomb has that much of a reach as much as people saw, like, the trending starting, and then everybody responding with, like, oh, I thought the world was ending because I saw a Giant Bomb trending. <laughs> 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 or uh, diffs of uh, Batman from the original series running around with a huge bomb, stuff like that. Uh, but, okay,
0: yeah, yeah, something happened, yeah. and all of a sudden I just saw it, and it pop up, and... I'm like, oh, God, this is big news, I guess. like I, It's like got a big following or something. I, I mean, they're,
1: they're going through some changes from being sold to another institution right now, right? And uh, what better way for her to have an out than to go out on her terms rather than someone else's terms? And uh, you never know the the background stuff. It, you know, some of these places, they'll offer people a severance package rather than being at risk of being fired. So. I don't know if there was a situation like that, or she could just be sort of tired of being like a front-facing personality with the kind of scrutiny that people get, especially women, you know, in on the internet. So don't don't blame her either way. So
2: who bought them? Or which company?
1: CBS owned them. They sold them to I don't know the name of them, but like some some media group, but. With these kind of mergers and acquisition things, they always end up with shaving off cost. A lot of times, shaving off cost means shaving off people. Yeah. So, you know, and there was talk about there being layoffs. There was a whole wave of layoffs with people at uh, spot, Like half a dozen or a dozen people on Twitter talking about how they got let go. So,
0: and CNET too. CNET started hitting them pretty hard too. Uh, it looks to be Red Ventures red ventures bought them so shit's wild the world's wild but on the plus side i think it's official we have the news supporting our extra life i just got the text that said we got a donation from the news oh thank you news (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much now let's take a quick break we'll be right back And we're back, back with the Backlog blog, where we play games that I gave Getty thinking it would slow his beatless com- campaign. It did not. You, you beat this in, I would say, record time. I was very upset. Getty, you beat Super Mario Odyssey. I don't know about record time. I felt like I was actually doing
2: like a super. You've had it for stuff. less
0: than a week. Yeah,
2: but <laughs> I was
0: also like
2: going out of my way to try and find as many moon power ups as I could.
1: This game I literally is gave it to you butter. last Saturday.
2: Did you? No,
0: it's been multiple weeks. I gave it to you. La- I think I gave it to you last Saturday. Anyway, what did you think of Mario Odyssey? Super Mario Odyssey.
2: Mm-hmm. This game was out of control. I honestly haven't played any 3D Mario games uh, since Sunshine. I think after that, just mess. I was like, I, I think I'm done with Mario for a while. And then you gave me this. I, I picked it up, and it was uh, is actually like quite enjoyable. A lot of the mechanics, a lot of the the different stuff that you can turn into with the hat, it made it for a, mm-hmm. a pretty appealing game. And the amount of stars, uh, but they're not called stars. They're called like moons that are hidden around the map, and the different stuff that you have to complete to get them. It was enjoyable. It yep. offered quite a bit of a challenge in some cases. Um, but by far, one of my favorite things is the changing from the 3D to the 2D. Like whenever you'd find yeah. one of the pipes. Yeah. And you would be able to go into the pipe and then you'd have to do a, a 2D jump challenge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm about. Some platforming? Yeah. I... I, I liked also that you could change Mario's costume, and it would also change in the two D world as well as whatever the world's music was would be turned into a two D part. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All of that yeah. was uh, very well crafted and very well detailed. Yeah. The cost- Daddy, What was your favorite
1: world?
2: Uh. It w- oh. <laughs> I I really have to think about this. I feel like. Most people would just be New Donk City.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. That's a safe pick. Yep. Yeah.
2: But I think I enjoyed the snow one the most. Just because it it had a couple of different things in it. Uh, between being able to turn into like a, a north wind and blow mm-hmm. on stuff. And also the water. Anytime you go into the water, you would start to freeze up. Like I thought mm-hmm. that was a really cool little thing that they added they didn't have to they could have just been like oh it's so cold but no mario like shivering every time he gets out of the water uh, but they did that with a lot of the stuff i i ran into a cactus pretty early on and then he'd have mm-hmm. like the needles sticking out of his nose yeah
0: yeah it, yeah
1: there are all sorts of small details like i i forget the name of the kingdom but there's one later on that's kind of a beach and the water is like carbonated water, so once you get into it, you start hearing like a fizzing sound. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just really cool little details like that uh, dispersed throughout. Yeah,
0: I think that was was that, that the Luncheon Kingdom, or was that no? Because no, that... the Luncheon Kingdom was like a jungle. Yeah. That's what I was to say. That was my favorite one. That everything was food. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You know what one it wasn't my favorite was the Ruin Kingdom. just 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 the team that's just the big dumb dragon yeah that that just was completely out of place with everything else in the game like you're going through all these vibrant levels and suddenly you're at this dilapidated kingdom with like a quasi realistic looking
2: fearsome dragon well there was even the t-rex i was like this seems really out of place like everything else is cartoony photorealistic (laughs) t-rex Like <laughs> that was kind of funny though, especially since you didn't use the hat on him And Oh yeah. Like
1: the, the, just the, the rampage you do with him is just big and dumb and funny.
2: The mustache just sells it for me. And <laughs> every, every time you change, you get the mustache on it. Oh, mm-hmm. there was one puzzle. I think towards the end, I can't remember if it was in the, the peach kingdom or toadstool kingdom, but you, yeah, I think it was, uh, it was like a picture of mario and it was like all right you can now put the facial features onto mario from memory and if you score yeah. above this this percentage you get a a moon power and mm-hmm. i was like well mm-hmm. let's see if i do it uh yeah let's see if i can do it and it was like 60% is passing i got an 80 on it and it was because the eyebrows were like <laughs> too close together <laughs> and the mustache was just a little bit too high so it was overlapping his nose. I was like, damn. That was, yeah, like the diversity of puzzles in it, it just felt like really good and I felt accomplished having completed so many of them. There were some that like completely pissed me off. though. That, I mean, that's yeah,
1: I, I That's one agree. of the things I really liked about this game was that to get straight from the story beats to the ending, you could usually find enough moons fairly easy. Like, you know, mo- you could gen- usually eventually find enough moons that'll progress you through the story without too much uh, friction, right? But there were so many moons, and it's such a collectathon a thon that I-, I did find myself, like, stopping myself in some of the levels and saying, like, Hey, instead of mainlining this, I want to explore around and see what else I can find here, and, and just see if I can get that little dopamine hit each time of finding a moon somewhere.
2: Yep, yeah, but but I especially—you could make it through the whole game like super quick, and then just buy moon power. Yeah, like that's <laughs> yeah. so stupid to me. But
0: no, for me it was it was those uh, it was those aha moments where I would. I've, I, I'm just exploring a little bit of extra in the world. I'd already gotten my moons for that world, but I just had a thought where I was like, you know, it'd be cool. if There was like a moon up here or I would like a hard to reach spot and I'd get up there and there would be one. Hmm. It's just those kind of where they, they really hid them in, in very specific nooks and crannies that just seemed so cool and creative that it led to me being curious enough to explore and find all that extra. It
1: is also a pretty big departure from other traditional Mario 3D games because all the other ones, except for maybe like Super Mario 3D World, you select the star or the uh, you shine, you know, uh, of the level that you're trying to get, you know, with the specific objective for that level and that star. And the open-endedness of it is a departure, but I think it's it's a nice break from what it had been up to this point.
0: I also kind of like the the twist of the, the classic mechanic that you save Peach, and it comes down to it that Mario and Bowser are just fighting over her, and she's like, uh, you guys are jerks. Both of you are just constantly fighting over me, and this <laughs> wait, wait. is stupid. And then just can, leaves. Can we actually talk about
2: that a little bit? Because that yeah. ending... Mm-hmm. It was kind of weird to me that, like, Bowser went through this elaborate scheme where he stole uh, the crown, uh, the ring, a cake, like, everything. Yep. And she was still just, like, kind of cool with him. Like, uh, that's, I, I don't know that I think that that's cool. Like, he was, like, really putting putting it too far out there.
0: Well he planned a whole wedding after kidnapping
2: her and she was like B- Alright,
1: I guess we're cool, like uh Bowser, you're coming off a little desperate
2: man. Stockholm syndrome, maybe <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well no, I actually think that it's more that they live in that cartoon world where she also knew that there wasn't really going to be anything dangerous happening with her. Like she was just like, God damn it, again, uh fine jerk. Hold on. Let's just wait for Mario. It'll happen again. Okay. Now. Okay. You're happy. We done now. Well, Good. then I think like, that there, there needs to be like a, a
2: super, super Peach game because she needs to dissolve this trope of always needing Mario. Or there Luigi. is. There is, Daddy.
1: <laughs> is there when was that (laughs) it's like a ds game and it's i think it's pretty hard to find now there totally is one they should
2: make another one because it's like it's totally bs like at the end of the day or even they should have let you play as her after the credits because after the credits you get toadstool kingdom and you can go there and peach is missing so what would be even more exciting than getting to explore the worlds as peach because she's also got one of the hat people
1: yeah. I, I will, and that's
0: kind of what you find out.
1: I will also say Super Mario 3D World, uh, you can play as Peach there as well. But that that's a multiplayer but, focused one, yeah. so it's it is a little different. And uh, I, I did enjoy the ending though, like the, the ending sequence after you complete the actual gameplay part was funny. Like the whole the whole like Mario and Bowser are bickering at each other and trying to both force like their affection on her and then she just like flies away right
0: that
1: was kind of funny
0: and and um no i ran into her i I kind of explored a little bit more and you run into her at the different worlds she is in fact getty exploring the world yeah
2: that's what i was getting at because she's there she's present in the environments but you have to find her she's a tourist
0: yeah i'm a tourist (laughs) Mm -hmm. aren't we all the now i also uh, uh, here we go getty what was your favorite possession Possession?
2: You mean the stuff that you could purchase for the ship? No, no like stuff you throw you... on a hat. Oh, taking it, taking over. Um That's a good one.
0: We all love our favorites.
2: I think as stupid as as it sounds, the caterpillar, because oh, you could okay. make your body super long and you can get around a lot of a lot of different puzzles that way. And as long as you're kind of crafty with it. You could avoid a lot of the instances in the, the levels where they're hanging out.
0: Uh, Joel, what was your favorite?
1: Oh, the pokey. <laughs> Easily <Okay>. the pokey. <laughs> the, the, the sort of like spraininess of being able to hold down after you've poked a wall and then it just like flits you up. It's just really satisfying
0: every time. Okay. I, uh, I was too. I like the the easter island statue <laughs> that's not bad yeah yeah a little sunglasses to go up yeah. and down mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but uh ultimately it was bowser i i thought that was a fun twist at the end where you possess bowser and then even as far as going into the 2d world and having to do the platforming challenge as bowser it made me laugh
2: yeah
1: okay i i feel like that's a cheap choice that's like playing on the playground and being like i'm playing ninja trolls and you're like I'm Donatello, and then Daddy saying like I'm Michelangelo, and then you being like, I'm Batman. Yeah, like, <laughs> trying trying to trump us.
0: <laughs> no, I just I thought that was a neat twist. It no, no, it, twist.
1: it was a very cool, you know, sort of uh, twisting the convention, like having to save Peach by being Bowser and, <laughs> and smashing your way through. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a nice finale to everything. I don't
2: know. I felt like the boss okay. fights. I, if I can have one second to gripe. Yeah, the hit
0: brutals. Me. Okay.
2: It was just the same fight every time with them. Like Roughly. each I wish that they had a little bit different move set each time. All they did was like add more hats, add uh, add bombs, but it wasn't like very different. No. And uh, no, I, those characters bother me. There's just something about them that's like... <laughs> do you remember the the creepy family? Like the two brothers and the sister in Always Sunny? What are they? The McBoyles? The McBoyles. McBoyles. Like, yeah. that's what they reminded me of.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> Don't do this again.
1: <laughs> Why? You, you know what they reminded me of? You, Old Simpsons, like they used to have those like weird rabbit characters, right yeah yes. yeah, that's what they reminded me of. just like those daintily creepy looking things.
0: yeah, but I don't think the bosses are necessarily supposed to be challenging. I think Mario games are more about exploring that world and there is necessary challenge if you give yourself one. okay, but that's just me.
1: I think that's an area Fine. for improvement. but I I do agree. It's what they do, but like it's a low point. I wish they'd shore up a little bit.
0: I mean, again, like uh, my, my big example is my partner, Beth. She, she loves those games, but she is not uh, as video game inclined. So when it comes down to her feeling like she could beat a boss and it feels good to her, I'm pretty pumped on it. And I, for me, bosses are in, they for, in Mario games are kind of inconsequential. I'm there for the world. I'm there to get shines and moons and explore so i think what you're
1: saying is that beth is objectively bad at video games oh.
0: joel what i'm saying is we got to make beth play dark souls <laughs> wow i'd i'd watch a stream of that
2: <laughs> oh man she'd be so mad i feel like she would 30 seconds she would give it like 10 minutes and be like this is the stupidest thing you've ever made me do she might divorce you alex <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, we'll see what happens from that. Alright, uh, and that was Super Mario Odyssey. We're not going to go too much more into other further uh, backlog for What, tonight. you don't want me we're to drop three long. more
2: games on you? I got it, Alex. <laughs> I
0: know you do. That's why we're taking a break. Actually, let's move on to one last thing. One last thing where we give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend and you, the listener, into the weekday. For me... I am proud to announce next Friday, next Friday, next Friday. I'm putting on, I'm buttoning up a button-up shirt. What's the date? What's the date? It is the 23rd. I already screwed that up a bunch. I told everybody <laughs> and every guest that I have. It was the 25th, and that was wrong. It is Friday, the 23rd. Go. Friday, the 23rd, 8 p 8 p.m. I am putting up in a button-up. I'm going to describe this in detail. I'm going to tie a tie. I'm going to put on my pants, (laughs) my business pants. It's all going to be tucked in. Then I am putting on a banana suit, putting on a banana suit over the suit. And then I am going to host video game jeopardy episode two. Bam, 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 bam. Wait, why are you wearing pants? Aren't you going
1: to be recording for the waist up? Not, not what's going to It's going to be like the shoulders. Not when...
0: (laughs) I'm not Winnie the pooh <laughs> I did that first episode, and it gave me the confidence I needed to, to progress. But I'm good this week. The, I have th- uh, three guests. The third one I'm still pinning down, but I will tell you my first two guests, Dylan the Dilla from Backstage Gaming, and a uh, second guest Ash, studio head of SMG Studios, the studio behind Moving Out. Those are two of the three guests. Again, still confirming a third. Some good debts. And. Yeah. And that is my one last thing. 8 p.m., be there. You guys don't have a choice. It's mandatory. Yeah, I know. Fully aware. Thank you.
1: Joel? It's okay. I don't have plans on a Friday night right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, I I started playing Fire Emblem Heroes.
2: Oh yeah,
1: it's it it's detrimental to me finishing other video games now. I think <laughs> like I'm I I'm concerned that the ease of play on that and the quick progression through missions and the orbs that allow me to unlock new heroes is just the right amount of hooks that are pulling me in. So I played that for uh, a little this, bit. This, this might be my last episode. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know Makes next sense. Thursday.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh, Getty. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, he's no wait, Hold on. He's getting out before Hartwick gets in.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say like that seems like he's just trying not to be a part of next week. <laughs>
0: I've got some Metal Gear Solid
1: Five to play. Actually, Hartwood's telling in the chat just every time, even when he's pissed, it's just like I, I should put Metal Gear Solid back in and, and play some Five. That was a good game,
0: Kenny. When we when we when you brought up that he was not actually done, he was so 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 mad, and he is still. So very. mad. He should be
2: mad at you. And how? <laughs> not me. I didn't give him. He's false only hope. mad
0: at me. To be fair, he's only mad at me.
1: I mean, you are the one that put him up to this whole yeah. journey, but he,
2: I. He's so close. Oh yeah, my one last thing. Uh...
0: Well, hold on, hold on. I'm not done with this Joel <laughs> until he plays Revengeance. Okay, now. Oh, I'll thank you. Get it?
1: Yeah, you you can't avoid. No, that's like that's like second best Metal Gear Solid game.
2: i uh, don't have little hope because it's coming out on the 30th so i fired back up last of us two and that's giving me some good scares right now so enjoying that Mm. they added a new monster that like runs at you and explodes and Uh... and it is horrifying how how nasty are the clickers now they're still nasty
0: Hmm. had you not beaten it before
2: no i started when steve was still here and then uh, he left me mm. he for greener he pastures
0: me. so now i have to play it by myself hey i'm still trying to ask him to produce this show the show sounds like trash no offense Joel.
1: <laughs> no none taken <laughs> i am objectively bad at scene podcast episodes
0: <laughs> this episode is brutal to you today <laughs> oh and that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter, at SuperGG Radio, and twitch.tv slash GG Radio, where we got Deep Rock Galactic Mondays. Return of 2D Tuesdays,
1: possibly? That's sweet. I- I'm debating whether we continue on with Chrono Trigger or not. It It's turned into me playing it and then Kelly talking to me, which is, like, not the
0: intent of what I wanted to do with that. So we'll see. Okay. Then we have. Uh, I'm trying to push for Baldur's Gate three Thursdays, so we'll see as they take their break from Divinity. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Fridays. Ne- this upcoming one, which again will be done by the time this recording is out, uh, will be the last one. I'm pretty sure I hope he's so. going. <laughs> there was that one night where he was so determined to finish it that we stayed up till two in the morning together.
1: I we'll see. I, I think he might need to record Revengeance, even if it's not a consistent mm. schedule. There's there's so much <laughs> good stuff there. <laughs>
0: We'll see what happens, uh, and then uh, we're doing uh, Kingdom Hearts Saturdays. Turns out Joel might like that game, and uh, Super Speed Sundays. Do you like Kingdom Hearts now, don't you, Joel?
1: Uh, not for the reasons the creators intended, no. <laughs> but I, I am finding enjoyment in it now. Yes.
2: Donald Duck okay. potion mismanagement. That's that's mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fond memories. I, kn-
1: I know how to dodge now, Daddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh! Did you figure out Perry yet?
1: N- sort of. Okay. I'm I'm inconsistent, but I I am doing it sometimes. Yeah. And, and the quit menu. I figured out the quit magic menu. Oh! So like, there we go. Baby steps.
0: Yeah. Now don't forget to check out our extra life streams that are going to be coming up November first. Fir- no. Nope. Fir- fir- fifth. 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 Mm. are you sure (laughs) (laughs) nope i'm not uh it is uh november yes it is november 7th is our extra live stream (laughs) oh boy november 1st is this completely different thing that's a completely different thing that i've had to remember it's a a special date but it's a completely different thing and uh uh, check out our merch we'll be putting links in our episode notes and super gg jeopardy if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com and provide a review on iTunes or the banana costume of your choice. Thanks for listening. Gigi Joel. Good game. Gigi Good Getty. Good game. Good night, everybody.